DJ PK, it's time to welcome in our Ute insider, Frank Dolce, the former Utah quarterback. He's on the Sprint Special Guest Line. Get $100 off the redesigned Apple Watch 4 with a new line of service. Visit the local Sprint store near you. Frank, what did you think? Good morning, Frank. Hi, how are you? We're jumping right into the deep deep end of the pool here. What did you think when you found out Lee Corso was picking the Utes to go to the playoffs, beat Clemson, and play Alabama (laughs) for the title? I happened to be listening to that to that uh, broadcast on Saturday morning, and I was a uh, I was a little surprised that Lee Corso went out uh, on a limb like that. I <laughs> I mean I, I I guess it's I I think it's possible, but I I'm not super confident that that's the way it's going to go for Utah. There's uh, a lot of things to get to on in, in this particular schedule, and. In the knockoff Clemson and Alabama in a couple of back-to-back weeks. I think that's a lofty goal for the Utes this year. <laughs> All right, yeah, it's a lofty goal, but what the heck. It's fantasy in the <laughs> preseason, not? so why not have fun with it? Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. It's probably it's probably not probable, but as I was just saying, August is for the time of talk. When the season rolls around, we're done with the preseason predictions, obviously, and then we get into the talk of the games. Now, but I do think that the Utes this year, for the first time since they've been in the Pac-12 anyway, they have just got a gigantic target and there's no question now frank if byu wins this game you can argue that it's going to make their season it's going to be the best win that they are going to have all season i mean we'll see you know with uh, washington and sc but certainly the mindset is that it's going to be the best win that they're going to have going to have for the season how are the utes going to handle the emotions that the other teams particularly right off the bat this team BYU is going to have because all of a sudden this huge, huge target is on Utah's back. Right. I, I think that to me is the, is the biggest difference between this Utah team and Utah teams that we've covered in the past is how do they, how, how does this team manage being the, the, the favorite going in most weeks going into this football season. I mean, I think you could probably argue that Utah is going to be the favorite every week unless they really goof something up. And, and so that's not really been a position Utah has been accustomed to in the past. And, and so as I look, as I look at this football team and the talent on the team and the schedule and all of the opportunity, one of my biggest questions is how do they manage you know, being on top, being being the favorite when everyone's going to try and throw, you know, supposedly throw their best shot at you week in and week out. And I know uh, with with this game coming up on Thursday evening, um, of course the the rivalry, but the way that that BYU lost that game a year ago, I think that you know that's got to still sting a little bit and. Um, the way that BYU sets the tone for their season is is this first game. I I still think that both teams come out of this one and can manage a win, you know, a win or a loss. Maybe it's more meaningful if one team wins and you know one team doesn't. But but I I think that uh, a loss in this first game for either program you can you can overcome and still reach and get to all of all of your season goals. 
Um, but I, I, I do think how Utah manages being a favorite throughout the football season is going to be very interesting because it's just it's not, it's not something Utah has done, and it's not really a story that that uh, Coach Whittingham has told with the team. I mean, we're we're kind of boys circle the wagons, and everybody's against us, and and we're going to prove everybody wrong. And now it's it's different this year. How different is it having this for the opening game when we know that Kyle has gotten the team revved up? We've heard former players say, you know, the pregame speech was, "We're never going to lose to this team." And all that. he's had all the offseason to get ready for this. And the next two games are at home against teams that ought to be overmatched. So even if you don't show the whole playbook, you know, that cliche, it seems like he had to have the team really revved up for this. They're not playing the Pac-12 title, Pac title game six days later. Do you expect that that's how, he, how he's prepping the team, just the gas all the way to the floor on this one? You know, it's, I think it's interesting the way Coach Whittingham, you know, manages situations like like this and and i i think that his his thing is just winning football games it doesn't matter how it looks or how he does it and and i think he's going to approach it the same way in in this one is that look this is the the rivalry and we've we've dedicated ourselves to to never losing to this particular football team and and so we're going to do whatever it takes to, to win this game and and hopefully we don't have to show too much or do too much and and we can we can leave some in the tank but at the end at the end of the day whatever we need to do to win this football game that's what we're going to do so I don't know if he's you know he, he's probably talking about all of the season goals and it starts with the first one and how difficult the first one is and the history and and if you just look, I mean, just look at this this past weekend. If you look at the Florida and, and Miami game, I, I I think that this Utah BYU game could could look a lot like that, kind of ugly and and some turnovers here and there, and and just kind of a battle through through four quarters. Um, but but all of that said, I just Coach Winningham, the only thing that matters to him is. Who comes out on top? It doesn't matter how it looks or, or necessarily how it feels or, you know, having your 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 foot on the gas pedal 100% all the time or it just whatever it takes to win that football game. That's how he's going to have his team ready to play. Yeah, I actually think this year that's a statement that's more applicable than ever since you've got to have you have such lofty goals that who cares? And I actually think, Frank, that it might be to the benefit of the team to win but not look all that good because I think it's important not for these guys to get ahead of themselves or maybe even get full of themselves. You know, I, uh, I, I'd hate to see this team lose a game, um, especially early, early on in the schedule. Um, and, you know, a lot of people say that sometimes a loss, you know, going into the NCAA tournament in basketball and somebody where people are say, oh, you need to lose a game and that'll wake you, wake you up and stuff. I, I don't necessarily disagree with that. Like a performance that is kind of a wake-up call is not necessarily a terrible thing if you can still figure out a way to win the game because then you, you kind of get realigned in, in training going into the next week. So I still – you know, I, I may, maybe that would be a good thing for Utah. Maybe it wouldn't. I still, I still like the games that feel a little more comfortable 
throughout the game where you feel like you have some control over what is happening and, and you and your your play is is pretty clean and efficient and all of those things and then you can go in and, and build for the next week. So um, yeah, let's just figure out for Utah, let's just figure out a way to win this first game. And first games are always weird. Plus you add in the rivalry game and then and then you figure out where you need a little extra work uh, going into the second week. Got any crazy predictions you want to make for this? Not so much the score, but any guys who are going to break out, anybody who you think you got a feeling this guy, we don't know much about him now, this guy, or maybe this unit, this position group is about to take off? I don't really have any crazy predictions for this game, and I, I've done that in the past, and it hasn't, it hasn't ended up well for me, so I stay away from yeah. crazy prediction stuff. Uh, by the way, didn't Lee Corso put on the wrong hat at, at, when he made his famous prediction for this for the game, Florida, Florida, Miami? I think he did that. He he said one team and he put on the other team's helmet or something. So I don't know how much we're putting into Lee Corso's crazy prediction. For me, <laughs> on, in this particular game, I would love to see uh, an offensive line that an offensive line emerge out, out of this game. And maybe five, six, seven guys will play in the game on the offensive line. But, but at the end of the game and heading into week number two, you have a really good feeling about your, your offensive line. That has been the biggest question mark throughout fall camp for me. And, and they still haven't really named an offensive line. And that's the position group that I think is most important for the success of this football team this year just because we don't know how good they can be or how good they're going to be so uh, offensive line is my is where I'll be focused almost only I feel like all the other position groups match up really well and and so I'm not as worried about the other position groups but the offensive line seems to be the one that's that's really has my attention going into week number one how about if you're BYU, Frank? Do you just go crazy as far as the playbook? I mean, what's the point of hiding anything? Because this is a game you're not expected to win. You got the streak and everything. So I'm thinking they may go crazy. You know, it's I don't know how you I don't know how you manage that. How does so how does the how does this football game if you're BYU, how does this football game dictate the rest of your season if you win it or if if you lose it? And if you if you don't come out on this, on top in this, in this football game, does that ruin your your season, or or can you build from that? And so I think it's really interesting how you approach this game if you're if you're BYU and if you just throw everything that you have, and which I think would be very difficult. I think it's very difficult to put everything in the first the first week. So I I would guess that it's going to be. Um, more of a you know the first game mentality let's do whatever we can to figure out how to win this game and limit or limit mistakes and and limit opportunities for the for the other team and play really well at the line of scrimmage i mean all of those all of those good things and then figure out a way to to come out on top in this one but i don't necessarily and i i said this to you i know that you and i have disagreed with on this a little bit but i don't think necessarily uh a loss for BYU in this first game 
dictates the the rest of their season. I don't think a loss in this game is a loss for the entire season. So, it, you know, if you maybe if you approach it with that mentality, you you can say, you know, we don't have to throw everything, you know, all that we have into this first game and and try to come out on top. Um, so, but I just I just think the the way that you that that, that they will manage this game is. What, what does this game mean for the rest of our schedule? If we lose this game, does that ruin the rest of our year? If we win this game, does that make the rest of our year? And, and then you have to take it, take it from that point. I would think that if they, uh, back to PK, a point he's made multiple times this summer, if BYU loses but plays well and then goes to Tennessee and wins, I mean, that USC game looks huge. Then we'll know how vulnerable USC might or might not be. We will have seen a USC-Fresno and USC-Stanford game. And so I would think that the, series, the season would be very interesting just going into week three. So it's hard to see, unless they really get run off the field, it's hard to see where this is just going to crush everything. Yeah, I, I think the most – if there's a devastating loss, it would be, you know, a loss that where you just – there's you just don't compete and and you don't have an answer and and maybe you make some you know make a lot of mistakes and you just feel like you completely lack any sort of control um, or ability in the game I think that's more of a you know more of a a loss that's kind of like well you know what do we do next so if but but if you go into the game and you play pretty well and you, you score some points and maybe create a turnover or two and and you have to you know decent yardage on the offensive side, you make some stops on the defensive side, and you come out with stuff to build on win or loss in game one, I think that's much more meaningful. So if there is such a thing as a devastating loss, I think it would be a game where you walk out of the stadium just scratching your head about a lack of ability to accomplish anything in, in any phase of the game. So um, I think that's probably the only, the only reason I would say, or the only way I would see this as being a devastating kind of opening game for either team is, is if you just can't accomplish anything during the course of play. Well, look at this game, Frank, is Utah's going down there with the idea we're going to win. BYU's going to run out in the stadiums thinking, man, it would be awesome if we can win. And that's where I think the difference is going to be is that one team expects to win, the other team is really, man, if things go our way, we can win this game. Well, that's, you know, that's an interesting point. I think Utah will go into that. I think Utah will go into that game with the attitude that we're we're going to win this game. Hopefully it's not um, an attitude of, you know, we have this in the, you know, we have this with, in our hat and, and it's, we'll just go out there and take care of business. It's going to be much more difficult than that. I, I, I think that, that, uh, that BYU is, is probably a little bit more on the belief that they can win this game side than, um, you know, walking in there like, oh, I hope we, I hope we come out on top in this game and, I think base, you know, you can take a look at last year and say, "Hey, we did all of these things really well, and look where we were." And we just kind of gave it up and 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 didn't didn't close our opportunity, and we were right there. And if you look back across the history of this of this game and and how close the games were, I can't remember the stat. Was it five of seven years of seven points or less in this game? And and BYU has certainly had their opportunities to come out on top in this one. So. 
I have to believe that there's a little more confidence coming out of Provo than, than you know, we're, we're just hopeful that we're, we're going to come out on top in this one. I think there's, a, there's probably more of a belief that this is a very winnable game, especially game one uh, this, this Thursday evening. As always, Frank, we appreciate it. Enjoy the game, and we will talk to you again next week. Yes, yes, it should be exciting. I'm really looking forward to it, and, and uh, I don't know. I, I think that uh, I, I hope this trend continues. I, I kind of like this matchup, the rivalry matchup, right out of the gate. I think there's a lot of excitement around it.